Wired Access. We'll do it live. Wired Access. Do it live. Wired Access. Welcome to Wired Access Podcast. I'm your host, DJ K-Dub Omaha. Man, what a week. We just got to hang out with the Supernovas. If you ain't seeing the pro volleyball movement that's coming in town, they just played the Atlanta vibe, the excitement, the atmosphere. You almost feel, but you can't get as close to Nebraska Day Volleyball, but you get close to it. You feel that the movement's coming. Make sure to get your tickets at supernovas.com. Also remember that these are not only local players that are coming back, whether it's college, these are Olympians. These are players that are looking to play beyond college and beyond the Olympics. And they're here in Omaha, supernovas.com. Check them out. We got to check out the game with our wives. It was just a fun time to get together and be outside of this little recording studio together. Today we have soldier CEO, Jeff Evans to his left. I have my, co-host of Wired Training Center, owner Brian Southworth. Welcome to the show, guys. Man, a lot of energy. I just, I feel it already, and we're just getting going. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Jeff, first of all, you brought something that no one's ever brought to our studio, an item to look at, to talk about, about where your business is going. It's soldier bats that are up and coming. You obviously have the soldier brand that's linked to a lot of football, but it's linked to other things like baseball and, and you're really starting to get the movement going, but this dream, these ideas had to start from somewhere. Now I know your dad, he was a college player. Your son is a up and coming college player. You have baseball ties, right? When you were growing up, where all does this come from that you decided to go? Okay. I'm going to take my loves. I'm going to take my passions, but I'm going to start putting it in other avenues in the sports that you currently are involved in. Yeah. So we, uh, so we started with soldier sports about seven years ago with a, it was a mouth guard created for military combatants. And it, uh, we had to have a, a piece that was thin, small, sleek that could take out a, take a blow, but then be able to bark out orders. And, uh, that product went product after product a lot in the, in the combat and football space, um, gained the trust of retailers and consumer product after product. And, you know, now we're, uh, we've got uniforms and men's and women's apparel. And about two and a half years ago, uh, my son and I actually started, you know, set out to create uh, the best possible BB core bat on the market. And so that's what you see in front of you. Um, we had a 2024 version that's, that we dropped last July and uh, those are all completely sold out. So we had to bring out the 2025 actually before the 2024 season begins yeah i was gonna say man that's ahead of schedule ahead of game when you think back to when all this dream started obviously <clears throat> you've been in the baseball world not only as a son of an athlete as an athlete as a father as a coach you have all these connections to it what made you really want to go into producing product for like you said taking a blow but then also go into the more in the sporting world. Yeah, well, uh, well, I wanted to keep playing baseball. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, got told I wasn't good enough anymore, but wanted to stay in this sports space. And so that a, a number of years ago was uh, uh, I brought out a product that was a clear plastic face mask for batter's helmets. And so I did that with my dad. 
And uh, who was it? Yeah, nice memory. I remember that. I mean, do you remember that blacked out yes. mask? Yes. I mean, I loved it. That was the coolest mask ever. Uh, well, yeah, it wasn't ball. the metal that was just fully squared. It was, you know, it made you feel like you had something aggressive. It was the aggressive look. It's, it's what the kids wanted. Yeah. So you come out with that. You obviously are, are, are an innovator. You're one that's looking to produce and, and give the kids I mean, that stuff is like a swag. No matter what anybody says, when you have a certain item like that, you feel different than the others, and you feel like you got a little bit more that when you go up to plate, to bat, and all that. What was that like coming out with that? So that was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was a neat thing that we, uh, you know, we took that product. We had a bunch of different softball teams wearing it. And then in Nebraska, Legion teams made their kids wear face masks. So there were a mo most Legion teams in Nebraska back in the day wore the e-mask. Um, you know, we took a little bit of a hiatus um, and back started Soldier Sports about about seven years from right now. And uh, that's what got us into, uh, you know, the, the mouth guards and lip protectors and all that. But, you know, getting into the baseball side, I was the son of a college baseball coach. And that's all we did was we talked about we, we talked about the game at the dinner table and um, utilizing that passion that he that my dad instilled in me. Um, I think that was the same thing for, you know, my son growing up with his love of the game and we uh you know we set out to make this bat you know us two and three engineers um we had uh 27 different iterations of the tank and be it the the barrel construction the wall construction the alloy chosen the uh the end cap end cap end cap connectivity um you know all the way down to the uh to the grip and the comfort and the tack and the taper um you, you'll notice on the you know on the grip right there the, uh, we designed this, you know, pretty large taper because there's so many kids that had these hammock bone injuries. Mike Trout's Mike Trout's season ended last year about midway through because he broke his hammock bone. And with these tapered handles, if you run it all the way close up to the, you know, the tip part of the knob, the, you you're never going to eliminate anything, but you're going to greatly reduce the amount of hammock bone injuries. And so that's why we did that. Well, not I mean, only just the, the the leverage that you feel when you taper it up. But it's actually there's actual you know a purpose. Well, I mean, Brian, you're you're a coach of, of a little league team. People pay for the grip. Like people will buy their own grip. I pay for the taper. Yeah, I literally just bought like the the bat that that my son had. It didn't have any taper, so we bought the the lizard skin little yeah. taper and then yeah. threw a lizard skin uh, grip on it. But I tell you, the biggest thing is is a lot of people go, okay, so Jeff, you weren't this athlete, but you're giving back to the game. And I think that's, what's the most important about our story and why we always try to bring on so many different people is just because you were told one day, okay, your, your baseball career's done. That didn't stop your baseball love. It didn't stop your passion. It didn't stop your creativity. Talk about that a little bit about making that transition from, okay, I'm a ball player. I love what I do, but now I got to change it into, this is a future. This is something I can build a family off of. This is, and obviously you have a son that's up and coming that I believe Scott Catholic yeah, he's a coach day. We had him on the show already. And, nice. I, and if he has that energy coming from coach, I tell you, they got a lot of positives going on there. What was that like for you going from athlete to being able to produce for athletes? So for the last 20 years, I've been innovating sports products, right? In either on this uh, sports performance or the safety side. So in setting out to make the perfect, you know, as close to the best possible BB core bat on the market that had as much pop, you know, as, as the, the largest sweet spot, the, uh, and then, and then the, the lightest swing weight possible. 
I really set out to do that from a, you know, from a perspective that I'm going to create this for my son. And then I know if I know that our, if I create the best possible BB core bat on the market, there's a lot of other people that are going to want that, right? So if it has, and if it has the most juice and it's the lightest, why wouldn't everybody want that product? So we did that and we knew that if we folded that into Soldier Sports, that we could make an immediate impact into the baseball category. And, re- and that's exactly what we did. Um, you know, we're, we got into Dick's Sporting Goods right away and they wanted to be a part of uh, of Soldier Sports and the tank. And you can find these at Dick's Sporting Goods stores, right? And Just Bats carries them. And so it's really having, you know, an elite tool um, in a space where there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that have been in this space for quite some time. But we know that if we go with with what we think is the very best and other people are telling it's the very best, you can make an immediate impact. And so far, that's exactly what's what happened. See, and I, I tell you, there's the price of bats, uh, the amount of money that I've seen kids spend on bats mm-hmm. can be astronomical. How or what is the way that you promote this? Is it based off of performance over price? How do you base it all with, when you're trying to get the right amount of price for the bank for the buck, but also get them to understand that that comes at a cost for performance? Yeah, well, I'm, thank you for bringing that up. So we want to be able to be able to provide a tool for every single kid. You know, as I said, my dad, I grew up the son of a college baseball coach. He was, when he was at the University of Nebraska as their pitching coach, he made $10,000 a year. So, I mean, we, we, we literally say that loud <laughs> $10,000 as a pitching coach for a division one college program. Yeah. A year. That's, that's more than a lot. Yeah. I mean, truthfully too. Yeah. I mean, and it's so crazy. And I bring it up because, so we had nothing, right. And yeah. I always wanted to have what my buddies had. They, I mean, and so you'd see like the clothes that they wore, the, the equipment that they had, they like, got I, the new gloves. I wanted that. So we priced about at $299. There's a lot of bats that are a heck of a lot more expensive than that, but I know where I came from, right? And I know that kids, they, you know, we don't need to charge $500 for a bat. Every kid can have the best for, you know, for, I mean, even 299 bucks is a lot of money, yeah. but it's way less than, than, than you know, a, a bat that, you know, does what this bat does. See, and Brian, you're, you're, you're not just a, a coach of one team. You got three sons coming up. Price points matter, performance matters. When you look at something where, I mean, think I, I think nowadays it's better to teach your kids how many hours it takes to pay for a bat like this compared to just going the price. Okay, it's two ninety nine. Okay, but for dad, for this, it's it's about eight hours of work or whatever. You know, whatever your price is, but you have to put in perspective so they understand because as they grow older, everybody wants the newest, the best, the biggest. But if you're able to get the same bang for your buck and spend two hundred dollars less, that that's got to be a selling point. That's got to be something to to talk to the kids about so they understand. Yeah, I mean, it's always that pursuit. Like, you want to give your kid the best opportunity to have success, right? So, and and bats play a big role in that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, you know, kids want the hottest bat. They want the best looking bat. You know, so it's like you're always like trying to find that. Okay, like. Hey, here's the best bang for the buck. This bat performs well, doesn't sting the hands. All that stuff matters. So, 
Yeah, I'm sure that we are very similar. I mean, we're always, well, you know, for the years and years and years, I've been just scouring the internet. Oh. And the same thing with my son, right? I mean, yeah. we're like, okay, well, gosh, did you see that one came out? We got to try that. Mm. Well, okay, well, shoot, that didn't work. <laughs> you know, I'm maybe a, we should be spend a little more time working on your of, swing. But, master uh, of flipping bats right yeah. now. So. <laughs> we, we all, I'm pretty sure, know Coach McDougal. And if there was a person that would always find the deals on bats for any kid, that was TJ McDougal. That that guy worked hard. He for just sent any me. athlete. He just to get sent bats. Me, like <laughs> two spreadsheets that has like every bat for like the last twenty years and like their <laughs> rankings. Like I, no one knows more about bats than that guy. That's fantastic. Uh, 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 gosh, and he's a gym too because he's done with the baseball coaching. He went through the years of baseball coaching, and now he's just watching his son grow older in the game, about to be a senior in high school, and. And, and uh, now he's able to pass, continue to pass that on. Now, of course, Jeff, when you were growing up with your son and, and you guys went from teams, I mean, you guys played for a couple local ones here. What was the, what was the kind of persona that you felt as a parent? Now, let's talk about a parent because you were also a coach that the bat and the glove and all that mattered to what your son would think he could perform and other kids would think they could do because they had that one bat or that one glove. Well, they're always researching and they always are trying to find what's best. And you're right, it's not I mean it's not just bats, it's gloves, it's you know, now it's the swag. Now it's, you know, any any the hat or the sunglasses or the armband or you know whatever it is. I mean, they have to have it and they they've got a full list and it's uh it makes Christmas lists pretty easy, right? Cuz they know what they they know what they want. Now when you think of something like this, I think one thing that people don't understand is time. Time, time away from family, time to, you know, really lock into, I want to get this product. I mean, you're already, like you said, working on 2025 release. How does that affect your time and family when you want to give back to a sport that might not give it all back to you? Yeah. Well, the neatest thing about that is I got to actually spend more time with my family, more time with my son, because we would get these different iterations in and it's like literally as soon as he would get done with school, we'd go hit it again. And it would be like, okay, well, all I want to know is what you hate about it, what you would change about it. Because the good, you know, I don't want to hear the good things. And then finally we got to a point where, gosh, there's only, there's only like, there wasn't that much bad about it. Then there was like, gosh, I love it. You gotta, we gotta have it. We gotta get it tested. We gotta, you know, we have to make this available. I want to swing this bat. And finally, uh, this summer, that's what happened. And, you know, he got to, Go take it. There was a there was an event in Kansas City where you know where he got to use it for the first time, and it was funny. It was like, oh my goodness, you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be using it. He ended up having a good game, and it was it was my wife sent me the video of the very first time he made contact with it. it was great, and um, and then it just went on and on and on, and then you saw he started using, it. and then you started to see the next week, and there was two kids started to use it, and there was you know then you go up and down the lineup, and then I mean you saw down in Kansas City, you know, in these couple of these other tournaments, there were so many kids using the tank, and it was it was just an amazing feeling. And then they'd send you they they'd text me videos, and you know of their of their kids and hitting home runs and doubles and triples, and I don't know, it was uh, it was a neat it was a neat summer for that. Customer support, who's the one that handles the the questions, the big questions, the my son didn't get what I thought he was going to get out of. How does that all go from a business side for you? And is it more of having the right people to answer those questions? Yes, yeah, so we've got a great team. And so, you know, when people are calling in and just in trying to order them and get them and you just schedule all that, we have a great team that does that. If there's anything negative, 
I'm going to be the one that handles that, right? I want to know, I want to contact and I want to, you know, I want to make something right so that we're building, you know, it's, we're, we're building raving fans of soldier sports. We're, we're building a brand. We're building an elite, clean, tough American brand and you know, the customer service and the outreach. Sometimes, you know, there'll be, I don't know, we send a wrong size shirt or we send a mouth guard without a tether or, you know, whatever that is, but whatever different part of the country that may or may not that that might come from is that that's actually the time that we can interface with the customer and 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 change a you know a negative situation into something that they're going to remember positive about soldier sports so i've seen you at a couple of events i've been doing a lot of the high school football stuff what do you feel obviously because what i know i and i could be wrong tanner's not a football player or a big guy that likes to play football compared to baseball baseball's his love yeah how do you continue to give to a sport that doesn't ream as much into your family as as you do in baseball? Well, with that, I mean, there was, you know, back in the day, I invented and, and, and patented a number of different products, like, say, mouth guards or lip protectors that, that truly were game-changing. And, you know, on the lip protector side, game-changing. So understanding what is needed in, in the category, in a, in a space, in a sport, whatever that is, listening to them and then really getting involved with that and then really trying to change on the on the lip protector side it was when it was about the performance right and then there was an, a safety aspect the mouth guard the same um so it it has been more about trying to do something for the you know for the diff the kids in the different sports or whatever vertical that we decide to play in and make something before we do that we want to be we want to change that vertical or change that category um with an elite product a lot of kids nowadays, they get kind of beat up on whether they're going to make it, whether they're not. What do you think was your changing thing in your own mind that you might be able to share whether it was a struggle or to turn it into success of outside of the game? So if someone listens now, they're going, you know what? I, I may not be the best player, but I know this is what I can turn to and find some other way to get in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, with our business, I mean, it's been the perseverance of just not giving up and not quitting no I mean there's things that go wrong all the time and just to continue like it, it hasn't been we're, we're not gonna I mean I guess we never really thought about ever quitting but it's always been like okay well how can we make that better right and then how can we capitalize on that and you know with the bat right I mean, we could take we probably could have stopped at 15 of the 27 iterations but we didn't because we wanted to continue to try to make each one of the different components you know as good as we possibly could. Um, and then that went from the 2024 version where we thought we had something really fantastic. But then there were, you know, in the moving into 25, we extended the the uh, the sweet spot. I mean, it's it's huge now. And then the and then the other thing, the most notable most noticeable thing that you'll see is we moved the balance point 1.6 inches towards the hands from the previous 2024 2024 version. And when you pick that up, you're going to see it right away. And and these different innovations and hopefully, you know, the 2026 will be something better, but I don't really know right now how we can make that thing any better. Um, so, the, and you see that too, like you get a good bat and then like, let's make it better. And it's like, it doesn't make it better. Right. And there's right. Some well, I mean, where... we gotta be honest. I know when my son was growing up, it was the cat. Everybody wanted the cat, cat seven, cat eight. Like those were the things that kids were looking. I mean, if someone had it, three or four kids are using it on the team. Yeah. What brought this to, to, fruition that this is the one that I want to use and and what's the fire and flare that's going to pull the kid towards them so 
with that specific bat, I mean, I think the, the number one thing you would point to is the alloy, right? And, and how hot that is. And then the construction of the barrel and the, the wall construction of it to actually make that thing s a swing weight so light. Uh, we did add a new, you'll see a new carbon fiber end cap on the bottom of that. Um, that the, the versions that, that actually drop, will, that'll actually be pink. Um, so you won't see the, you know, you won't see the contrast, but that's, uh, those are just versions that we have. Um, but then, so I was, I was at better baseball in, uh, in Georgia and we were talking bats, talking about our bats. And, uh, one of the guys that runs better baseball is he pulled me to the side and he's like, and so we were having this conversation. He's like, well, show me where your bats are on the wall. Right. This is, it's, it's this amazing 40 foot. One of the coolest places. Ever, right. Right, yeah. right. It's like, I mean, the bat walls 40 feet wide by 20 feet high. And, he goes, well, show me where your bats are. And obviously, I knew which one, you know, where our bats were. But he goes, if you didn't know, how would you find them? He goes, your bats blend in. And so that was the green and the black tank, right? The very first one. And and I said, you know, you're exactly right. He goes, you're coming out with something that I know that I've seen with my own eyes how hot it is. I've seen, I've felt the leverage. I felt the taper. I felt the grip. I love your bat. Here's the thing. You got to have somebody pick it up. And they're not going to pick up the bat as it currently sits. You need to make it different. And so I went and sat with uh, with Tanner and with a bunch of other kids that love baseball, that kind of understand this, like, you know, the travel ball scene and they, they what you know, what's cool, what's in. Well, Max Clark made that, you know, the pink and the blue really popular last year. So we kind of knew where we were going to start. And then we added in the trip and the American flag. And, you know, that's how we got to that. But we want to make it different. We want to make it loud. One of the other aspects of this bat we spend a ton of time on the sound of the bat because, you know, you, you, when you hit this thing, you hear this very, very loud ping. We did that on purpose. And the reason why is, is that you want people to know that somebody's swinging the tank. There, it's not just you saw the ball. You want to hear the ball. You know, that, that 400 foot, that 400 foot home run, you want to hear that thing. And then you want to see that pink and blue baby laying on the ground. Um, just terrible in the inside facility. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. No, it's okay. <laughs> Worth it. So, when you talk about that, Brian, you're saying obviously the the noise on your inside facility and the kids using it. What's that like? And what's even the kids' reaction? I, I mean, you're dealing with the kids that are the next generation, the ones that this is what they fiend for. They fiend for the next best thing. What's that like being able to give them a little bit of something? Local. Yeah, I mean, at gosh, that. It would, you know. Bless no Jeff and you know he's brought his bats around the facility a couple times did a cool promo video so I mean it, it's it's pretty cool seeing the excitement and like seeing kids like first time they're seeing this like pink and and blue bat they're like oh my god I need it and I'll tell you a funny story so he uh, brought some of these uh, the UAAA bats over okay he uh, he let my son go with one all right and like my my son thought it was like the coolest bat ever i mean he was like swinging it he asked to go hit every single day we had to go hit with this bat <laughs> and uh we did that for like a couple weeks and then he had an event and he had to like grab the bat to go down to the abca and uh, i told him i was like hey i need that bat and he gave it back to jeff and he literally started crying oh he started crying no way yes <laughs> he's <laughs> like give it to him right <laughs> <laughs> he's like but like, give him this. He's like, ninety nine. I, I need to use that bat. I'm like, Gunner, like, you don't even understand. Like, this is like, you can't even use this bat. It's not, it's not legal. This is like a demo. A demo like, yeah. you know, like uh, you can't even use that in games. He's like, oh, they won't know. They won't know. I'm like, hey, oh. I know Jeff. He's gonna, he's gonna come out with this bat soon. You'll be able to swing it. So, no, it was awesome. Awesome, the excitement around these bats. See, and I, I think the fact that it's local totally 
turns it up even more for these kids. I mean, we're the home of the College World Series. I still don't think that gets enough enough love, swagger. But it's also seeing how little things like this matter to kids more than when we grew up. When we grew up, we just grabbed whatever bat, whatever bat everybody kind of shared. The color and all that wasn't a big thing. What it did mattered. I mean, I think I think I remember the black and gold TPX is what I grew up on, the old school TPX. So, I mean, I'm talking about a pretty bland color, but you knew what it did. When you see this product being local, Brian, what what does that even help you talk to your kids to know that you don't have to go far to get results? YouTube generation, right? I mean, these kids, like, it's crazy how much research they do on bats. Like, we were talking about, like, what we did. But these kids are doing the same thing. I mean, they're watching every baseball bat, bat bros video. They're looking at the rankings. So, you know, seeing a product like come that's, like, literally in our backyard, um, that's one of the better products. Looks awesome. Like, you know, it's definitely got kids fired up. I mean, how many high school kids are going to swing this in Nebraska this year? It's going to be pretty fun to go watch those games. It's, there's going to be a lot. So, you know, yeah. there's a lot of excitement about it. Um, you know, it's good. It's, it's an American-made bat. And, you know, it's just awesome to see for Omaha. Now, when you look at the brand of Soldier in a different realm of clothing, swag, stuff like that, where are you where you thought you were today, where, where you would be, and, and what's the next thing for you guys? Obviously, I'm seeing you on a lot of 7v7s, stuff like that, getting out and about. We have the local Warren Academy who supports Soldier with everything that they do. I mean, I already told you there should be a shirt that says, because one of the guys who won the 1v1 challenge said, because someone was talking stuff on the other side, on the offensive side, he said, let's talk football. That's all the bat. He said, talk football. Because the kid was trying to talk something else that had nothing to do with football. Where are you at and what do you see in the future? So we actually got into the men's apparel on accident. We uh, we had a we had a, a, a T-shirt. We were going to a trade show, and we had a T-shirt that said the word soldier on the front of it. And people wanted to buy that shirt. So it was, we were like, okay, well, we need to sell this shirt. So we started selling a, a number of different, you know, pieces of soldier apparel. And, and it's more of an attitude brand, right? It's, and then we have a bunch of different sayings and, you know, it's training gear and it's, and it's that, it's that grit and it's that perseverance mindset that you'll find associated with, you know, just about everything that's soldier sports. Um, and then, so getting into the, getting into the apparel side was something that's been great for the, you know, for the branding of our of our business, and that's you know from the from all over the United States, and there's a lot of people that just think that we're an apparel business, and and that's you know we're probably five percent apparel, and then everything you know what I mean, and but it's been that's been a great thing for us, and and then we got into uniforms and uniforms for all sports, um, and we did that um, for the uh, you know for for branding as well, but we wanted to be able to have a school be a soldier school, and and be able to so we had a solution for all sports, all team sports. And getting into that's been it's been wonderful and, and you know kind of put us on the map throughout the United States. Now Soldier helped me put together quite possibly the best looking youth baseball uniforms that Nebraska's ever seen. And for anybody that <laughs> knows that swag matters with these kids. Oh, we talk about it all that? the time. I do remember those. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. I mean it, it, kids will choose Oregon just because they get a big duffel bag with the Nike swoosh on it and all the, all the different colors of it. Where do you guys at right now when it comes to possibly getting to the college level and what's the next step or what's, what's in the works that uh, any local teams or anything that you're able to get into? Yeah. Well, 
on, you know, on the product side, there's, I mean, there's tons of college and professional NFL teams that wear our soldier products, be it lip protectors or mouth guards. And, you know, and so it's all over the place. And then with the bats, you know, we just started, there's a lot of, I would say, travel ball kids, right? Between 13 to 18, 19 years old that use the bat. We're hoping to see a lot of colleges use the bat. Um, depends, a lot of it depends on if they have contracts with other bat companies. But if they don't, we're going to make sure that these kids get them because there's a, there's a heck of a lot of kids who have, you know, that are at big time baseball schools that have used the bat in the summertime that, you know, that would really like to use those um, come the spring. Well, and you talked about apparel and how it's a very small percentage. When you look at stuff like other big companies, Nike, Adidas, stuff like that, do you feel like those are things you're able to work with or are those competition? Um, well, hopefully we get to a point where Nike and Adidas are our competitors. And <laughs> we yeah, you know, we we you know, we have those we have big dreams for this business and you know, we we believe that we're gonna be the next Under Armour. And we and we say it all the time. We say NUA and we sign emails, hashtag NUA. That means next Under Armour. And and we go to work with that dream. And somebody you're probably sitting here listening to this, you probably say, No way, and you're laughing at what I'm saying. That's okay. That's my dream. That's and that's it. what we're doing. That's I mean, what happened with Under Armour, you right? fall a little short, we're still in a good yeah. spot. Well, we're going, you know, that's where we're going. And the people that work for us, that's what they believe too. Now, of course, the connection with local baseball organizations, how's that going? Is there anything as far as your son has played for a couple and obviously he's on the prospects? Do they look at stuff like this because your kid's on the team or do you feel like they look at it because they know what's there? Well, I think we, I mean, we have a great relationship with the prospects and Specs National, and those are, those are both incredible organizations that have done a lot for baseball in this state and then surrounding states. So I think that I don't necessarily think they're doing me any favors because we like each other. I think that they feel that this is one of the best tools that you can provide for kids. So they've said, look, we've seen it. And I think they've told some, you know, they've told some of their kids about it. So it's not because we're friends. It's because it's real. Now, Brian, when you so I remember when my son was going through the baseball stuff, we we had bat testing times. Is this something that's available for like your team to do? Is it is it that's how it gets down so that you can really show them what the product has? Yeah, I mean, we're going about to nerd out here because I can tell you what I just did and what I've learned. OK, so one, this last offseason, I bought every single size of the DeMarie Zoa, <laughs> minus 10, minus eight, minus five. I think it's the hardest thing for people to do. And I, this is what you got to do as a business. I'll get, I'll give you some advice. All right. So, um, the one thing we do these demo days and they bring like one size of a bat or something, right? Uh. And like, you know, you go swing it and then that minus 10 is going to feel different than a minus eight than different than a minus five. Yeah. So, you know, having like every size, like now the kids can go in the hit tracks and tells you how hard you hit every ball and you go see. The one thing I learned with my team, I thought my kid was going to be best in a minus 10 this year. I thought my whole team was. And then you're kind of at that transition age where maybe you can swing a minus five or a minus eight, yeah. right? At like 10. The the four biggest kids on our team, they're all swinging minus five this year because they swing that minus five and they hit the ball three to four miles per hour harder than a minus eight and minus 10. So, I mean, yeah, like the, the bat fitting, I mean, you do it in golf all the time. You go to a golf thing, you're going to get fitted for golf clubs, right? We need to do that for baseball bats. It's a great idea. Like, I mean, you can tell, you can go down, you can take a kid and you can tell them exactly what bat they need to swing and why, because the bat speed's this, you hit the ball, your average X velocity is this, this is the bat that you perform best with. We don't do that. Um, no one does that. It will happen though. 
Well, I like that you brought that up. What do you feel on your guys' testing? Like, how did that all come about? And and are you using programs like the Hit Tracks that gives you right away instantaneously results? So first off, I want to go into that testing. I think that model's fantastic. We should do that, and we should do that at Wired. That should be the very first place. We let's do go. It. Okay, we'll so let's, I'll host uh, the event. All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's go have an IPA after this, and sounds good. And we'll we'll plan it. Um, just wait and, until we nerd out and start talking about MOIs for different people. Let's go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the testing side, I mean, so on the BB Core, there's one place that you can get these bats tested, and I, I, for some reason, I don't know if I'm supposed to say where, but it's one university that does all the testing. Okay. And so they do, and so there's, 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 they're all, it's all at the exact same lab, right? And so with BB Core, you can't go, you can't touch the 0.50 BB Core uh, certification scale, right? And so what we did is that we had these bads tested. And when we got the results of this test, we could not believe what we got. And I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say what it is right now, but maybe we could do a part two in six months from now and I can, <laughs> but, but it's as close as you can get. Yeah. And, and so knowing that, that we created something that it's literally as close as you can get to the 0 0.50 scale, we knew in the lab, it wasn't just what we were seeing on the field because we, I mean, you, I have every bat, every, every good BB core bat on the market in most sizes and we had these we had these different kids hit and hit and hit and hit and hit and we were consistently seeing better exit velocities from the the soldier tank and so we knew that it was really great but we had to do is we had to make sure that it wasn't going over the 0 0.50 and so at the at the lab right our, our at our lab the where we have our bass manufactured we can see these readings, right? And so, but we wanted to make sure that everything was calibrated, right? And we yeah. kept on getting the same consistent scores. When we got this test scores back, I mean, we we celebrated. I mean, it was it was a such a big deal for us to know that we got that close and they're that hot. And this is what the lab says. It's not what our, you know, it's not what these kids keep telling us. It's what the lab actually says. And and it, you know, so we have these different stories of these kids in elite organizations throughout the United States. I mean, uh, USA Prime. They had two. They they had well. They had three kids um, of their better players, and they and they and he gave them the he gave them the tank, and he said, "What do you guys think?" He, so they brought their bats, and they brought the tank, and they went to this facility, and he came back with it was either two or three miles per hour better exit velocity with the tank than whatever bat that they that they currently gamed. That's fifteen feet, right? I mean, like what? Think about how many times that you know your kid. It went just came just short, yeah. Right, that's fifteen feet right there. I mean, how much of an impact can that make? Like your average different difference is literally fifteen feet farther. I mean, that could be a hundred points in your batting average. But see, yep. when you're talking, when you guys are talking these numbers in these games, then the next thing is is the baseball change, right? They got to find some way to counter the bat, right? That from what outside looking in, I feel like it's always a back and forth to counter, yeah. Because of course. Who wants to give up a million dingers because of 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 a bat when all of a sudden the baseball has to change? Or what, what do you think? And where does the limits even go with with the baseball and the bat? Well, truthfully, right now pitching's dominating hitting. I mean, we got to be an all time record for strikeouts, right? The batting average has to be an all time low. So I don't know necessarily if like bats are you know 
they're helping narrow that gap. But realistically, pitchers are getting so good. The technology is like so good that they know how to attack people. They know like everything about a hitter. So I don't know if we're at a point where, and I could be wrong, love to hear your opinion that hitters are dominating, pitchers are not. Uh, having the best bat can help get closer to and close sure. that gap. Well, I think that, you know, well, I know, as we all know, they, they, they toned the bats down a number of years ago, right? And that's yeah. why BB Core exists. I think that's a great idea. But then, so then you go and start talking about manipulating the ball. Okay, well, here's the different, you know, the different ways you can manipulate the ball. But if you, let's, so they went and you, you lower the seams. Okay, well, you lower the seams, the ball's faster, but you lower the seams, is a pitcher able to manipulate the baseball and be able to make the baseball move like they previously could? And the answer to that is no. Okay, so what do you do? So then if you make a ball not, you, you make a pitcher not be able to make it move as much, well, doesn't that defeat the purpose? And then you actually hit the ball, you can square the ball more, you hit the ball harder. Um, then the baseball goes, you know, there's more of an exit velocity with that baseball with lowered seams. So the breaking ball doesn't break as much. The changeup doesn't dive as much. I mean, there's there's so many different ways that you can look at this. So you have to look at, to me, you look at every single facet of baseball and a baseball and a baseball bad when you're trying to, you know, maybe make a game safer or change the game or whatever you're trying to do. Um I don't know. I'm 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 just a I, I, I like what you I mean, you're you're really lining it up with the understanding of how things got manipulated instead of because for me all I know is the outside of just what people talk. I know of, of what they report on, but I don't know the how or I don't know the whys. When you look at baseball bats, what's what's next? Is is that it for baseball for you? Is it is it gloves? Is it I mean, what's what's the next adventure for or possibility? So it's, I mean, it's it's providing a solution for you know for us as a brand for every sport and for every athlete. But on the baseball side specifically, we have helmets coming soon. We've been really working really really hard on making a super safe helmet and a lightweight super super safe helmet. Um, we're we've been you know in R and D on gloves. We've got a number of different uh, accessories, um, catcher's gear, just a number of different products that truly could make the game um you can perform better but then on the safety aspect and then you know for me it's you know it's kind of close to my heart is the um the uh the evo shields and the uh the heart guards and so when i was coaching youth ball i made my every single one of my kids wear one of those heart guards and i didn't care if it was practice or a game or the state championship game you're gonna have it on you're not gonna play period and i got to go to uh it was Wayne State University in Detroit, Michigan, and when we were doing some bioscience testing on a product a number of years ago, and they were doing this, uh, they were doing this research on a lacrosse chest protector, and I don't remember uh, what it's exactly called when the ball hits, you know, a child's heart and it stops beating, a lot like what happened with Hamlin, and um, I just started reading that, and researching that, and um, where, where I'm working specifically as a, you know, as a dad and a parent in this space where I get to like innovate product is, is there. And I want to do something, um, for kids and, and what evil shields has done. I mean, that to me, that's the best possible product right now. I don't know if it's the end game. Um, but I mean, I respect what they've done in that space a lot and we'll continue down that path. That, that was for sure. The number one thing my wife would stress, cause my son played catcher most of the time. Like I just wish. It, it was almost like because everybody didn't do it, that made it harder for your son to yeah. want to do it. When you have that as your culture and you hear about how it's not a culture, 
how do you influence that and how and what's i mean is i mean the research is there right i mean but it's almost like the research of wearing a seatbelt or not wearing a mm-hmm. seatbelt right how can you highly influence it and how can you help the situation well i think that the, the dads and their coaches can like cannot be cool right like we're doing this because i because i love you right and that's yeah. and that's the only reason why we're doing that and it's uh i mean there's so many horrible horrible times that that happens right that we're, we're these man the kids die playing baseball little kids and and all we have to do is, is just look at it and research it i mean we're we're in it on that you know you talked about the catcher's gear we are working hard we have a material that we're working on i, I know how popular a show is so i can't tell you guys what we're doing <laughs> you know, the other manufacturers but we're really working hard in that space uh you know specifically for catchers because i mean they're they're wearing that ball all the time um i haven't seen any of the you know the sports science studies and in, in, uh, of the different catcher's gear that's currently out there but i know what we're doing to try to make you know, to, to try to improve the space. And and we'll start to get into all the different uh, sports science labs. When you talk of all these sports, is there a sport that you really wish you offered more into that you currently don't, maybe due to time, maybe due to resources? You know, I, I don't know. I want to, I think right for right now, I want to drill down into baseball. I mean, I, we're, we're, we're looking to be, we want to be the number one baseball brand in the world, right? And And I think that through innovation that you can, do that right and and make an immediate impact and that's what that's exactly what that bat did um and and we know that what the future holds for for this year's bat um so we're going to continue to uh to climb the scale um you know in the baseball space um and then you know we can move on to move on to other sports now we look at the soldier as a brand you look at yourself and your son is it one of those where he wants to come up and probably be a part of that? Or is your first goal to make sure he understands how important his school and still getting to play the game he loves still matters? Because sometimes they can get lost in the sauce of, man, my dad does some cool-ass shit. Well, he doesn't think that I do cool <laughs> stuff. Yet. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> so th- there's no consideration in that. Um, he just he just likes to play baseball right now, and uh, I mean, maybe one day he'd get interested in the business side. Um, but now I, I don't think uh, like he just he he loves the uh, the bat the bat testing and you know all you know the different research that that he gets to do. And I think he's kind of a you know he's kind of a, a, a he's a kid that really loved it before like you're talking about with you and your son so having a you know a first-hand look at the development of this has been you know it's been a neat thing for him does it give him a kind of a little more understanding i mean there's a lot of knowledge that you guys have in just the performance part of understanding the bat besides hey let me pick it up swing it like there's so much more i mean it's it's certainly stuff that we talk about at the dinner table now i mean it's you know i've i have three little girls besides him and all three of them are super interested in it and so we talk about the bat and bat testing and performance and what if we did this and that and you know and they have a lot of you know a lot of fun ideas with it as well you said three daughters i'm opposite went three daughters and my son does that mean softball could be they didn't they never got into it uh, the youngest one does but they, they really like baseball and, excuse me they really like basketball and volleyball so that's that's what they like to do brian it's it's the innovation it's the the creativity what does this help you understand just a little bit even here and, and be able to pass down to to your athletes and and help help them understand 
Yeah, I mean, just in business and, and life and sports, right? I think there's always that, like, pursuit for excellence, right? And, like, you can see it. Like, I mean, 27 iterations of Bat, right, before it came out. So, you know, it's the same same values you, like, want to instill in your kids. You know, it's like, hey, like, this is good, but it could be better, right? So I think those are values. And, you know, I, I had the, you know, the pleasure of coaching his son, too. And, I mean, he is, like, just like him right like always trying to get better like has his process has his routine so it's fun i mean those those values are great to share with kids and you can see the benefit from it all right fatherhood now let's, yeah let's go a little into that if you look at the part of separating the sport and your son what's the hardest and what's the easiest part hmm. of separating them separating i don't i guess um we uh you know, like in, like I said, growing up as a son of a coach, um, I mean, it's it's probably the the topic of conversation ninety percent of the time. And so, do we separate it? I don't think we separate it because I think it's part of our lives. And I don't really know anything else but baseball, and I don't think he knows much else but baseball. So, um, it is a, it's an ongoing conversation, and that's like what he can do to get better. That's different scenarios and phases and, and um, just talking through components or parts of the game, right? And and what you, what you would do here and what you do there and, and then training aspects. You're, of course, seeing some of your players who are the older ones of the group getting their opportunity at college. We'll talk. We had Nick Riggs on our show um, as one of your former players. Yeah. Um, how does that help you also know that you've helped some kids do the right things that it also translates into your son as well to see, okay, the success can happen, but it's a lot of work to get to those successful points. Yeah. Well, you talk about Nicholas Riggs. I mean, what a great little guy that is. Um, he just comes from an awesome family, got an awesome mom and dad. I mean, his dad, Bobby has been, you know, working with him since he's been three years old out in the backyard. And I know how much time they put into it. That kid, uh, you know, he's a 2024, but he's the age of a 2025. And I mean, he could be, if he, I mean, he's, he's going to want to do amazing things, but he is, UNO got an, got an awesome baseball player, an awesome kid. And I mean, I'm just so happy that it worked out for Nicholas and so happy it worked for, it worked out for UNO. Programs, you look at different programs around here. What are some of the things that you had to make decisions on that, some parents might not think. I mean, some related to a coach, some related to an organization. Obviously, you guys got the prospects going on now, but there's a lot of of different things that had to happen to get to where you are today as a coach, but also as a parent to to make it where your kid can be successful. Because I think sometimes it gets overshadowed, the the decisions that have to come through the process where some were like, I mean, I could be honest for myself, we probably stayed with the same program longer than we needed to. We didn't get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that is the hindrance of it. You know what I'm saying? How did you go through some of those processes? Are you talking about for youth for ball, high yeah, school ball? Yeah, youth and, and now where he is at high school. Okay. Well, yeah, for, uh, you know, in the youth ball side, that is, to me, it's just about development. And it's about being around really, really nice people who want good things for the other people's kids. And so you're not dealing with all the, the drama and the, because when they're 11 years old, they're not going to Stanford. <laughs> they're not going to LSU. And, and, and there's a lot, there's, there are people that truly believe that. And they believe that like, 
if their kid doesn't get hit in the next game, he's not going to get to play baseball in high school or in college. And, you know, we um, had such an awesome experience with the Omaha Tigers. And there were so many great people that, you know, that just had that like-minded um, attitude that they wanted to just get the kids better and get them prepared so that they go, could go in and make a, you know, a high school baseball team. And so we, we found, you know, I'm sure that's the exact same way it is right now. Um, but it was just a great experience. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's tough. That's like a unique environment, you know, and I was like, that's what you strive for, right? To have yeah. a group of like-minded people like that. Yeah. And that's, that's hard to come by these days sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know anything about the way it is right now. Oh, the Tigers is a great program. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I'm talking about like, you know, finding that, that same environment with a team. I mean, if you find that, keep it like, I mean, that's hard to, hard to do. Yeah. That's certainly what we found And that, you know, now then for the, uh, you know, for oldest going to Scott, I mean, we wanted to find a place that, you know, that was faith-based so that it was, it's really neat that your kids can go in and, um, and, and talk about God talk about their relationship with God in school. Right. And have that be something that's, you know, encouraged and not the opposite way. And, you know, and he plays, he plays baseball and basketball and coach Jurgens is exactly that for the basketball team. I mean, it's such a team oriented uh, atmosphere that they have. And it's, and you know, it's, it's not, it, it, it's really neat. It's, it's not about the individual kids. It's about the team and it's about the program. And they've, they, they've had a, a ton of success and it's, you know, and it's a, it's a faith-based team. It's, you know, organ or sport as well. And then, you know, it's really neat. Coach Day um, moving over and we're really excited for him. He seems like such a wonderful guy. And you got, um, you know, moving from University of Kearney to Scott Catholic. Um, we're excited. I'm really excited for my son to play for him. I like that there was one aspect that you and I talked about, and it's the kids that come to Scott have to pay to be at Scott. Mm-hmm. It isn't like you just go to, you know, wherever you go. Finding those kids that want to go there, how important it is the team culture to keep them there well i think having to pay right it's not like getting to pay because you don't yes. want to pay right <laughs> um so but doing that and that is specifically to put your children in front of people that you know that they're going to be providing the guidance for the morals the values and the faith that is most important in you know in our household and then I, I would assume in in just about every other household of kids that go to Scott or, or wherever, right? And that's why we chose Scott. That's why we choose. That's and and we know that we know that other parents, we know the kids, we know what they're into. We know, you know, it's 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 reassuring to have that knowledge that he's going to go to X, Y, or Z's house, and and we know that they're going to make right decisions there. And and if they wouldn't make right decisions, that you know the dads would you know, we'd grab them by the collar, each and every one of them, and it, it just wouldn't happen. And and so I, I feel like that's been one of the best decisions that we've made so far. Baseball where it is today compared to where it was five, six years ago, before you had to worry about high school baseball, whether it's the summer stuff with uh, the prospects, the PBR, did you expect baseball to go this far to where kids are getting results, they're seeing results, and they're getting to showcase it at so many levels. I mean, I could be wrong because I'm not into the baseball scene as much as I was, or even then. I just feel the past five years, or even right before COVID, it has just skyrocketed the opportunities for these kids. Oh, it's just, you're right, it's changed. Um, and Perfect Game has done an amazing job with that. I mean, Perfect Game 
now has uh, metrics and measurables on on young kids. That's incredible. And, and it's Their like, websites. yeah, it's it's just amazing. And, and how you can drill down to ten and eleven year old kids. And I mean, it makes you know they they talk about like internet scouting, right? And with internet scouting, these they 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 change the rules on um you know being able to offer when when colleges can offer kids, but they're able to go on and, and, and watch videos of kids and watch the progression as they get, as they continue to get older. And, and you can see it like, is that my type of kid? I mean, is there, you know, what do their feet look like? What do their actions look like? What do their arm look like? What are they doing at the plate? I mean, am I getting a kid that's a, you know, that's a, that, that's going to make contact a lot. Am I going to get a kid that's going to strike out a lot? I mean, but I could, you could see that right. You know, right, right from the videos and, yeah, and so with the internet scouting, they'll they'll watch the evolution of the kids, and so now you move on to the different ones, and like, okay, well, I know that on you know what what is it this August first or September first, but whenever, but September. So September first, yeah. well, okay, well, I know that here's the here's the thirty percent of these kids are already committed, so now I'm going to focus my time on you know these other ones and go to future games and go you know go to all these different events so I can keep my eye on all the you know all the different kids. So it's it's certainly changed. JUCO route. Yeah. Has it been anything that you've talked to other players and even your own son just understand that every kid's route has to be understood that it's different? Doesn't mean that's the way that you have to go, but don't be afraid of that extra work to get to where you want to be. No, I think the JUCO route is fantastic. I I was a junior college player, right? And there's so many kids that are late bloomers that don't develop as, you know, as quickly as some of the other ones. But, you know, you give that kid two or three, you know, one or two or three years, I mean, that's the kind of kid that, you know, that ends up making a, a, a large contribution to a division one school, right? Or or whatever school they want to go to, right? I mean, they, at least they have the opportunity to get better. They don't have to make the decision when they're 18 years old. And I, I think junior college is 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 awesome for, for that type of kid or the kid that just wants to go and go sign early. Get it all done and over with. Well, soldiers obviously bring in a lot to the field, whether it's baseball, football, looking to be innovative and and give everything back. What is the mission statement for 2024 for Soldier and, and for your customers to understand as we get out of here? So we're going to push as hard as we can uh, into being one of the major players in the baseball space. And then also just continue to push with, uh, you know, in the combat football apparel uniform. And so we have more and more schools that are, you know, they're soldier schools. But I want to see a lot of kids using that tank and, Maybe if we put a, you know, like a really fun goal, I want to see the tank in the College World Series this year. And I want to see the tank hit a home run in the College World Series this year. Mark that down. We're, we're going to mark it first. Down. You heard it here. We're going to try to get it. Well, once again, this was a Wired Access podcast. And remember, we just like to give a little bit of everything to parents because your son, your daughter might have ambitions beyond the game, just as Jeff did from things that he was passed down from his dad, that connection that he's now able to turn into something where he's given to his son, but not only his son, maybe your son in the future as well. Tune in next time. Wired X Podcast, Heard at Production. We'll see you. Heard at Sports Network Production.